Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickie's Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. Nancy and Loudon join us in the sex apartment where we discuss their ups and downs of getting into the lifestyle and we reminisce about our cuddle session that was amazingly passionate and super sexy. And we're back at the sex apartment. This time we have Nancy and Loudon coming in. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hello, thank you. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you for having us. We have been waiting a long time for this one. This was one of our hopeful early season one talks that just never materialized. Well, here we are. We're, we're glad it has finally come to light. <laughs> we are too. I think there was a little procrastination due to nerves. <laughs> here we are. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so as we always do, we will start off with how you guys discovered the lifestyle. Perhaps I'll go first here. I have a little experience in my past, uh, like previous relationships, and they were at a younger age. I don't think that they were that great of experiences, but they were experiences nonetheless. How we started talking about it or how the subject was broached again was just due to the fact that I am like fully fledged bisexual and have had previous relationships with women. And Loudon had said, you know, women can't give you what I can. So if that's something that you are looking for, then maybe this is something we should look at. And and if that's not exactly correct, maybe you want to jump in with that one. Men, Men can't give you what women can give you. Facts. (laughs) (laughs) so and i and at the time i don't i don't think it was comfortable going outside of just us again my experience with multiples was not great being younger and uh i think a little bit more just wild and not as careful we my ex and i gotten to mixes with friends while this was like i don't know convenient because you're already close with these mm-hmm. people it also changes the dynamic of the relationships of the the friendship in its nature and then there became other expectations of what would be the relationship going forward. Again, like I wasn't really into that being the entirety of the relationships and they sort of morphed after that. And I, you know, all in all, I mean, he's an ex for a reason. Like I think, (laughs) I I think that we were sort of putting weird bandages over an open wound, (laughs) so to speak, maybe using that as an excuse to kind of like change our own dynamic, but we were sort of already in a hole. So for a lot of reasons, not the best experience. So yes, back to adding ladies and that sort of being the beginning of the conversation with lifestyle and us. It's kind of an easy segue for me to say, well, definitely she's had relationships with women and I can't be that to her. So if she's interested, let's talk about it. Because then obviously I get the benefit of it too. If, if say, everything works out right. Gosh, if we have to. Yeah, if we have to. Right? So, hey, you know, I'm just doing this for you. Hey. So um, selfless. But, you know, we, we, we did. But we talked about it for years. 
it wasn't something that was, we talked about it and a month later, six months later, it was a long negotiation to get to that point. So when we finally did, um, really her interest was a couple of things and mine was a few things, but the first place we ever checked out was, was not a lifestyle shop. It was more of a fetish world. Okay. Um, so we made a quick visit, discovered that definitely wasn't us, although she's interested in the roping aspect of things. Learned a lot about consent and how in that world it's everything because mm-hmm. obviously they're doing things that are extreme. But then we did discover the club just said, hey, we thought we talked it all out properly and then uh, decided to make a jump into you know visiting the club. Our first experience at the club was actually during the curfew part of the COVID lockdown. Mm-hmm. We went to LNB for our first event, which was great because it was five to nine. And it was also a smaller crowd then. It was a smaller crowd. It It, it was was a good crowd. And so really that was the first time there. It felt very manageable. Yeah, very manageable. (laughs) And uh, obviously then jumping onto the website, kind of like, okay, you're looking at couples and profiles and trying to figure all that out. Even that's a little bit more complex than what you see on the surface. When you first started out and started your negotiations... This sounded like you were interested in just women. Yes. But now you just mentioned couples. So So how did this negotiation process work out? And I think it's, you know, you've heard this from other couples too. It's it's sort of an ongoing process, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to try to kid anyone. Like my priority is pussy. So... I mean, that comes as a disappointment and I get that to a lot of couples because there's an expectation, generally speaking, within the swinging community that it is a swapping or at least that there is an interaction with all four. And not to say that is off the table, but there are a lot of things that I'm just not interested in doing with dudes outside of my guy. So, um, (laughs) yeah, it, it does definitely add a challenging dynamic to it. So we're obviously just in connection wise, take that out of the equation and just people reading our profiles, like we're going to be very attractive to very few couples, but doesn't mean we don't want to meet people and get involved. And it doesn't mean certain things aren't off the table. So again, it's just, you know, I can even, I'll even be honest when we decided this, I was like, I don't know if I feel comfortable with you and another guy. And I quickly had no (laughs) issue with that. And (laughs) let's be honest, like we have experimented with swapping and I and I didn't like it. Like this is, you know, again, this is all part of the learning process. LNB for a first event is we met a couple there and we're still friends with them today. So that was a great thing. Her and her hit it off just instantly. Um, that doesn't they, always happen. She's lovely. Uh, yeah. And they both into the the roping. Tommy, the guy did his thing that night yeah. on both of them. So, <laughs> and it was, no, it was actually a very big crowd. But not was, compared to like nowadays. It, it was a, it was a big crowd. Well, you know, maybe for our first time it was a big crowd, yeah. but <laughs> so it, it was a lot, you know, to take in cause you're seeing all that and there was flogging in yeah. the back and you're seeing things that that's interesting. And well, and then also the not knowing what to expect. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody thinks again, you've heard this from other couples that it's just going to, you open the door and it's just yeah. sex that it's just like, <laughs> Everybody's Everyone. fucking everywhere mm-hmm. and that's the scene. But sure. it's it really isn't that whole front bar area is like occasionally there's some things going on, but most of it's just kind of meeting and greeting mm-hmm. and like it's a regular old bar. Yeah. Yep. For being the first night after that kind of happened, getting towards later in the night and we had had drinks and whatnot. And I definitely knew that first night I wasn't first of all, let's get back to the couple we met. We sat down with them for a little while <laughs> and just in conversation with them, we're back and forth, and all of a sudden he kind of pops in and he says, Well, Hey, if you guys want to 
go do your thing with her and Just offering her. You know, and I was like, <laughs> I'm not ready. Well, I was like, I am not. I didn't say it, but I was like, I'm not ready. We look at I'm each like, other like, fuck. What do we do? Yeah, you know, I'm like, I should have expected it. I guess you know that's why you're. I was going to say, what did you guys have? Did you have an agreement walking in that first night? Is this just a exploration mission, or it was, was just scary? It was, we, we didn't, and and even after that, we thought we'd have stronger conversations, and even some of those broke down. But the point of that night was, hey, we made it there. It was definitely a discovery evening. And LNB, obviously, first time there, we don't know what LNB is. You mm-hmm. just kind of saw the overview. We get there immediately. You know, we get to walk through the tour. The gentleman gave us a fantastic tour, did some fantastic explanation of just everything. So really, that kind of made it comfortable. She had her encounter with the roping, which was what she really wanted out of the evening. We did know that. We met that other couple And then I guess where it kind of went sour for the first night was I had told her and I was like, Hey, I I can't, I can't do anything here tonight. This is just not going to fit her. And And then I forced it. And then she, yeah, she did. She grabbed me, pulled me into her room, chained it. And then the crowd, then the crowd comes. And you know, as a guy, when you can't go, you can't go. There's no way you're coming back for that. And here I am very first night there, a crowd, you're have a little bit of, pride that the, Hey, there's people who want to watch. So that was kind of cool, but overwhelmed. And I'm done. I'm like, just not going anywhere. So needless to say, after that, it was like, okay, we left it and had some talking to back and forth after that. So first night in went okay, but obviously on my part. So we had to regroup and kind of pull back and, and decide, okay, we need to lay things out. Let's bounce back to your rope experience Mm -hmm. because we typically only get to hear that from one person. <laughs> uh, well, and Tommy from that interview. Yeah. The entire reason we actually went to that fetish club was because I was sort of interested in the shibari, in the tying, and I wasn't sure what I wanted out of it necessarily, but I thought it was really beautiful. And I wanted, I sense like sensationally, I wanted to understand and experience it. So when we decided to go to the LNB night, I was like, hoo ha, like this is, this is the opportunity to like, Pick and play, you know. I was going to say it's, it's a out. perfect transition from one to the other. So yeah, and and we had a good experience, like you mentioned, kind of learning about the far end of things, the extreme end of things, and then kind of bringing it to something we were more comfortable with. The initial experience did not disappoint. Um, <laughs> I actually learned from it too. I really, really enjoyed the ex- the compression experience and the sort of pain pleasure aspect of it. Um, and being tight. And when it came to the addition of sexual play, that wasn't necessarily the end game for me, mm-hmm. which I think kind of comes as a surprise to most. And when Tommy sort of engaged in that, I brought over my guy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you want to enter in this the scenario? Because I just felt more comfortable with that. Like I was game. I, I, well, first of all, I saw a couple of other women go before me. So I sort of knew what might be the case. And mm-hmm. I told him what I wouldn't be comfortable with. But again, you don't really know until it comes down to it. So right. as things are progressing, I'm like, hey, get over here and help stuff out. Because um, I was willing to go there. I just kind of wanted it to be with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoyed the ropes in general, but I think my main component of it is this. I, I liken it to the Temple Grandin cow squeeze experience. <laughs> <laughs> that it's just I'm like. how long it would take us to get right, that. Right. You know there. it was coming. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, And that's how I described it when I first met you is I, I just really like that pressure. It's like. 
it's like the way to blanket thing. It's like, it's a comfort thing, even though it is more extreme than that, but it's just, it's very pleasurable to me. So even that alone. I think one other thing we did get out of that night is we needed, and we did, we went a number of times in a row. It seemed like we went three weeks out of every month Mm -hmm. for the first year, really, because we wanted to test all the different themes and understand and just try to find ways to get more comfortable with it and have the conversations. Well, and they invite different crowds. Right. When he offered his lady to you guys, the answer was "Eh, not tonight, not ready for that. Uh, Yeah. It was, it was a mutual like exchange of looks at the table and it was like, this is not happening tonight. Yeah. You know, that said, of course I took it, uh, you know, upon myself later after a few drinks. And it wouldn't be the first time we weren't prepared for that. Oh, no, that's, I mean? that's a running theme as that's, well. That's a running theme with us as well. We, we like I said, there's a reason I've wanted you guys in here for a while. Yeah, we're, the, we're, the worst, we're probably the worst LSers ever. As, as we the but you know what? We're, we're, we're turning this franchise around. You know? So we, we're definitely going to have more experiences and we do stories here very soon. So we're getting there. Yeah. Okay. So what's... what's so moving on, <laughs> yes. we... Dark, it's continuing going to the club more frequently. How many trips to the club before that first experience? Oh, probably just a few. Probably just a few because we, we kept meeting up with that other couple. Mm-hmm. We're running into them. Yes. Developing a friendship. And then I think... And the then f- also getting a bit more active on the site. A little bit more. But I think the first experience was you and her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And that was like a... That was eye-opening. That was eye-opening. It was like a one-hour oh, on her just... <laughs> marathon back and forth just and like so, how you do yeah you know <laughs> so we're you know him and i were just kind of sitting back and they did their thing for the for the time period and and again the offer was made you know hey just go ahead and include yourself in it and i wasn't ready for it i'm still it was mm-hmm. still an overwhelming situation right. you know even though there was nothing anyone did to really make it feel uncomfortable i just like I said, it was our first time experiencing that. It is so easy to get in your head, especially in a club space. Sure. The second you start thinking about it, there is no return. But it was, I think the, like the third time we saw him there, we actually took her into the, we took him into the couple's room. Before we (laughs) get into that story, we're going to, we're going to jump back to the first experience with her back and forth for an hour. (laughs) Really your 10 words to describe an hour just isn't quite there. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, okay. Woo. All right. So now I'm going to get a little excited. <laughs> so this is, this is the first time I've been with a woman in years. Years being. Oh my gosh. When did we get together? 2015. Yes. So the year prior to that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was excited. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm like kind of like, you know, going back in time sort of dreaming about it at the moment. Um, it was all of the pent up everything. And because he wasn't involved, it just kind of like, it, it fell and she's, she's great. So it fell very naturally into just this, uh, I liken it to, to two otters sort of like swimming about and you're just playing. Like it was a, just a little, it was a wrestling match of sorts, but like in the most sexy way, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of back and forth and she has a lot of energy. So it was just kind of this, it was, it was literally a marathon, like just a yeah. They, were, they were definitely both insatiable and they <laughs> treated it as if we weren't there, which was great. And and that is what I have seen from you is that what? you, <laughs> women in the lifestyle, a vast majority of them are by comfortable, by for their guy, by interested, 
Bye. All right. I guess I'll do it, but I'm really more interested in getting to the next step. Oh, and you can feel it. For you, it has never seemed to be that way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but in turn, the reaction to your playtime has always been exceptional. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good way to say, <laughs> apparently you know what you're doing. Or... Uh, I hope so. I'm making eyes. <laughs> and they're not at me. <laughs> Somebody blushing. Uh, I think I am too. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, um, so yes. <laughs> you mentioned the website and... I would love to read the first message we received from you oh, guys. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> because it was funny because people frequently say that we will talk to, we, we, we take the time to reach out to just about everybody coming to the club, say hi, let them know who we are. So that way, if they happen to run into us, they have a friendly face that's there on a night that we happen to be there. So we reached out to you guys. Oh, God. This is going to be bad. <laughs> and mind you, bad. like it, um, Loudon does the majority of the running of the page. <laughs> so we reached out and asked what you guys were into. The response we received was him enjoys or likes the idea of messy oral spitting, full rough sex, butt stuff, squirting, pee play, uncertain, baby oil, spit swap, cum swap, just messy fantasy stuff. Her, she is into women can squirt a bit, but seems most of the dirty fantasy stuff is on me. Voyeurism is big for both. So for me, not really sure what's realistic or just thoughts. Spot on. Yeah. Well, and, and Hasn't changed. It, you're funny. <laughs> Same. Um, well, except you can even feel in that message that there is some unsurety, that there is some like, not sure, you know, like, uh, now I will out. say it may sound to you guys that there seems to be some unsurety, but we had never received a message that graphic oh, at first. Oh, and and I felt it was actually very specific. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I read it to Nessa and she goes, oh, um, um, I don't know. <laughs> Like, all right, we'll let it slide. And so we didn't get to meet you guys for months. Yep. Yeah. How did that end up working out? And then finally one night we had a pre-party and I was like, you know what? I really want to meet these two. Let's, let's see where this goes. How, maybe they're not really all into that, uh, that level of. So we invited you guys out to a pre-party. Yep. Which and is great. Which there is, were three other couples at that party. We talked to you guys solely for the entire and dinner. And we sat there for a good hour and a half to two hours, just yeah. the four of us talking while the other six had their own conversation yep. on the other end. And it Well, then it, we came back here even before the club and we're talking more. And yes. I was almost like, are we going to, is this, are we, let's go just get to the club. We need to get to the yeah. club. <laughs> <laughs> and actually like nothing Nothing occurred. F- I well, not not true, not true. Because maybe we should continue with the rest of that night, <laughs> which is also one of my favorite memories. That night at the club, we kind of bounced around talking to a bunch of different people, like you do. Ended up in the group room where we saw you guys on the bed, specifically the couples room. So <laughs> we saw you guys on the big double bed, and you were putting on a hell of a show. We enjoy the couples room. We also like putting on a show. <laughs> you, you, you put on one hell of a show. Yes, he did. Typically, we'll bounce into the couple's room, see what's going on. We're there 
maybe 30 seconds and then bounce back out unless we see something like, oh, we need to hang out and either watch that or be part of that. And that is typically our tactic. There was no pulling us out of that room at that moment. (laughs) No, we found a spot on the wall and leaned up against it and (laughs) sat back and watched and watched. It's, It's incredibly satisfying to be playing and to see other couples just watching. And I love the watching back. You know what I mean? So I, but I, I absolutely remember that those moments when you were up against the mm-hmm. wall. And it was like, that was one of those uh, breakthrough moments, I think, for us. Throughout this entire time, I keep nudging Nessa going, go over there, go over there, go yep. over there. She's like, I can't go over there. I'm like, go the fuck over there. No, I can't I don't go. They, I, I don't, I don't want to bother them. <laughs> I was like, they look like they're having a good time. I didn't want to mess it up. <laughs> and you guys finished playing. I said to Loudon, hey, is it cool if I go get Nessa? Because like we actually we didn't like we didn't really talk about mm-hmm. what the rules were, were or established boundaries or anything like that. And that actually that's that's a big thing for you guys. It's a big thing for us. And because we hadn't, I was like a little bit nervous about it. But I also knew that like I just got railed. So it wasn't like <laughs> I was intending on going to town necessarily. So um, it was more innocent than that, which is also what makes it one of my favorite memories. So, yeah, you were like, cool. And I went over and I think. Who did I? Who, did, I think you asked me. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, I did. But right there was like a look. There was an exchange I, I of approval. <laughs> See, I don't think there was. I don't think you even came over. I thought you guys kind of called across the room. I no, thought, no, she came, I no, she came I right like, up to me. <laughs> yes. Okay. You don't remember I'm that? I'm going to let you guys tell the story. Go ahead. <laughs> I remember that. What do you remember? <laughs> I remember her coming right up to me and she asked me if I wanted to snuggle. Or did you say snuggle or was it something... Probably something a little bit raunchier than that. No, I thought it was cuddle. I thought it was cuddle. Yeah, Yeah. we refer to it as a cuddle cuddle. Cuddle, cuddle, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yes, the cuddle puddle. I like a good amount of aftercare that can involve a variety of things, including touching, hanging out, a snuggle, a multiple person snuggle, a weighted blanket effect of you just putting yourself on me. (laughs) He's not as, I mean, that's just not as much of his thing. I think it's probably guys in general. So that was part of my aim as well as like, let's get this going. <laughs> so saunter over or I don't know what I did. <laughs> Galloped. I'm not sure. Um, and, and you, uh, you were obliging. Of course. She, she was very excited. Um, so you came over to the, <laughs> the large bed. And, uh, I, I will say it was, it was more of a canoodle at that point because we were definitely having a time. It wasn't, it wasn't just like aftercare spoons. No. Right. <laughs> and you were somewhat participatory loud in. Yes. Yeah. It was a lot of, it was a lot of writhing and wiggling. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I, I love the fuck. I fucking love a cuddle puddle and enter in a couple of other friends who were, it seemed Game for the same um, uh, degree or level of interaction, which I don't know for for me for not having had conversations with these people before to establish where we're all at. That was perfect. Um, I like I like a lot of hands. I like a lot of that. Yeah, that effect. And I think there was eventually a little bit more going on, but I I was to the sort of the side of that. Yeah. Yeah, and when you two were <laughs> cuddling and and getting to know each other a little bit, I was very careful because I didn't know what to do either. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, so I, if I recall, I might've slightly kissed you just briefly and very lightly touched you a couple times. And mm-hmm. then I just kind of let you, you ladies respectful. do the, 
do the thing because I was, you know what I mean? I'm sitting like, I don't know either. And your very light touch actually is a very memorable, believe it or not. You are very enthusiastic about my side boob. And you would kind of drag your finger down my side. And I just, it's fantastic. It's for as very little touching as you did. I have a ton of memory of it. It's it like really stuck with me. So I think that's fantastic. What else do you remember? As far as, his touching, that's what I remember. But what else of the event do you remember? <laughs> a lot more squeezing. <laughs> oh, was, but not in a bad way. <laughs> How do you explain this, this a is the fantastic first time, squeeze? How do you? <laughs> this is the first time I have ever seen you not like, all right, let's get to playing. It was, yes, I definitely love the idea of cuddling here. So Nancy has a fantastic touch. Mm. Um. How do I explain this? So even today when you hugged me just to say hello. I felt it too. It's it's the most, maybe Loud and you also agree, I don't know. But you have the, just a way about the, the way that you touch people, it touches the soul or something. It's amazing. That time in the bed with you was just Nothing sexual had to happen. There was an amount of pleasure that I was getting out of it that you didn't have to touch me sexually. It was just that skin on skin touching and just, I don't know, it was just a, an amazing feeling. And I can't, I don't know if I can put words to it, but. Oh, I can put some words to it in the fact that when you mentioned <laughs> those other two couples came in and were like, ooh, we want to get involved too. They kind of got involved off to the side. <laughs> yeah. I know they were people you were interested in, Nessa, and typically if there's people there that you're interested in, you will kind of commingle amongst them all. But it didn't matter what the fuck was going on in that room. You two kind of merged together, and that was that. And we kind of stayed together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, there wasn't much breaking us up. Um, I think you touched on a great point. Is, you know, That's part of the connection thing that is big for us. Take out of this all the dirty stuff you heard that I'm interested in, right? Mm-hmm. But. Number one, it's the connection. So that's one thing we've noticed is we're probably some of the slowest movers, which we've determined is just fine because we want to get to that point where you have those experiences that it can just be simple as simple as a touch, mm-hmm. especially you know at the end of something, but something just to get it started early in the night. Just you rub up against somebody or you drift mm-hmm. your cross, you know, your hand across their arm or something. Yeah, those are the little things that I think are you know the intangibles in it that. At least help build confidence in mm-hmm. me as a guy. I'm obviously consent, 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 but I need to feel, I personally need to feel that, okay, she's into me. He's good with it. She's into him. You know, all these yep. things are in sure. place. Yeah. If I'm even a little questionable, I'm going to have a real hard time yeah. kind of setting free. And you've heard me talk about it before. Mm-hmm. I feel like I really need to react. I can't let, like, I can't let that description just fly by. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I really, I, I, I appreciate your words and I appreciate your synopsis of that experience because it, because it, it was really special and, and for, especially being like kind of the, the first time we really met, but it, it clicked. And that's one of like the really great things about being with another woman too, is if you have more of a connection that, you know, and cause a lot of people in the lifestyle and it's, it's fine. It's fine. If it's your thing, it's, it can be like, it's just sex. It's just sex. It's casual. It's fine. But like, I guess I'm, I guess 
what really does it for me is when you have a little bit more, when it can, when it doesn't even have to be sex, the fact that you said mm-hmm. that I was like, fuck, <laughs> because, <laughs> because yeah, it can be that good. Like, yep. like just that skin contact, just that flesh magnet, like, mm-hmm. so yes. good. <laughs> and I will say after that pre-party, when you guys walked out the door to go to the club, we immediately had that conversation of, wow, we really like these two. Yeah. And the car ride over to the club, I was just like, I really like them. Like, <laughs> How how did we not meet them earlier? How do we not know them? Like, why did it take this long? Mark and Mark you the message, and you're like, exactly. oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that was that was them. Mm-hmm. Was that that message? You're well, like, oh. that was that was me. <laughs> but and, you, know. you know, going back to that message, like, because you don't know what the lifestyle is, right? I'm just making a lot of assumptions. So my point of view was, man, I'm just going to put this out but, there, yep. and either it's like, okay. Some of those things are cool. Some of them are not. Obviously, across any spectrum of it, it's like when you look at anyone's profile on the site. There's, you know, you're either in a jewelry store or a candy store, mm-hmm. looking at the shiniest thing or what what your mm-hmm. flavor is. Yep. Yeah. And then you kind of try to dig in from there. I've refined our conversations a little bit more when it gets to those introductions, I guess. Yeah. But hey, it was just like okay, just put it out there. Yep. In all honesty, I think now we would appreciate that even more, but. That point was very early in our lifestyle experience as well. Yeah. So that was the first time we had heard something to that level other than, oh, well, we like some girl, girl play. And then, so, but it was like mm-hmm. detail, detail, detail. And it's like, I know you had not experienced the vast majority of that. And we're like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> That's a really good point. You know, I am very like, I've never had multiple people experiences, you know, prior to any of this, you know, I definitely didn't have vanilla relationships, but all those things that I've mentioned are just things of interest. Kind of have to vet those things out is, are they things of interest only while you're passionate and in the mood or is this something that you're desiring all the time? Right. right. And some of those things, you're, sometimes you're just like, oh, no, not today. <laughs> yeah. Or is it just a fantasy? Right. Or is it just a fantasy? Mm-hmm. Is it something that, you know, you're just kind of playing out? Because we do have a lot of, you know, just bedroom pillow talk that yeah. gets a little weird. I mean, in... <laughs> in sexy ways, but like, you know, yeah. that it can be, you know, more imaginative. And sometimes it is just that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I very much enjoyed my cuddle puddle with Nancy. It was a incredible moment. One of our more memorable lifestyle moments in a situation that I didn't think was going to happen. But before we dig into that, we got to go back to the beginning. Some of you guys listening who might not have heard all of the episodes so far might be going, what the hell's an L and B? Yes. That stands for love and bondage. That is the night where they give people in the lifestyle an opportunity to explore the dungeon that connects to our club and where Nessa discovered Tommy. (laughs) Rope tying bondage, yes. Which you can hear a lot of in episode 30 as well as a couple other episodes, but episode 30 is where you really get to hear how much she enjoys that from season one. (laughs) (laughs) The nice thing about a love and bondage night for our community is it gives you the chance to dabble in some different things without having to really submerse yourself into an entire kink community. Yes, a couple people have explained going to a actual kink club is being really overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's just a good little sampling of it that just gives you Mm -hmm. a little taste and gives you a chance to find something new that you might not have known you'd be into. Our club is very good at 
bringing in people who know what they're doing, know what they're kind of talking about. So when you are trying things out, you're with a professional, I would say. You get a, a good taste of it without having to be worried that it's going to go to an extreme level on either end. And I will say you could have told me over and over again that you were into ropes or kind of like the idea of being tied up. Until I saw Tommy tie you up, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and I always had the fantasy of being tied up, but not to the extent of a shibari type of tie, mm-hmm. where I'm thinking, oh, tie my wrist to the bedpost and tie my legs down, something rather simple. Mm-hmm. And Not suspended in midair, you're having a wand pressed <laughs> yeah. against your clit and a thumb in your ass until you scream over and over and over again? No, not that? Okay. That was not that part wasn't, of my that wasn't the initial fantasy, fantasy. Mm-hmm. no. Whatever. Um, the fantasy, however, has <laughs> evolved over time now. So <laughs> lame stuff. <laughs> My initial thought of any type of bondage was to hold somebody down or to restrain them in some way. But shibari turns out to be more than just the bondage part of it. There's so much more involved. And that's what really made me fall in love with rope tying. And I think Nancy even mentions it too, that it's it's beautiful, actually. The ties, the ropes themselves look really beautiful. And the process in which you have to go through to get there is also all part of the experience. Plus, I love the look of just giving up complete control and you're there and you can't move and you trust everything that's going on. You're like, I can release here and just let things happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a great idea for them to transition from, hey, let's start at a kink club. Ah, that's too far out there for us. Here's this where we can rain it in, do a little bit of that a- at a club and then explore all the different club options from there. Yeah. And usually an L&B night, which we've talked in the past, Lacey and Red were brand new to coming to the club and... We tried to discourage them from going to an L&B night. It was an emphatic, do not yeah, go on like, that this night. This is and not like, a Fuck good you, we're going first, anyway. first night. We were wrong. And then they <laughs> jumped in both feet, and boy, did they have a fantastic yeah, time. So, I mean, pff, just don't take our advice. Yeah, what the fuck <laughs> do we know? <laughs> we do is sit on the couch and talk. Don't, don't listen to shit. Just... Enjoy the stories. That's what do we know? We just know from our own. We speak from our own experience and our own experience would be that if I had gone to an L&B night on my first night at the club, I might not have returned. There are some L&B nights or some moments of L&B nights that get a little too extreme. Yeah. And I had been to one of those where there was a moment that I walked past going, whoa, that's too fucking much for me. I don't need to come back to one of these. Right. And I stopped going to them for years. Yeah. And then when you said, I want to go, I was like, but I like going to the club. I don't want to stop going to the club. Come on. <laughs> everybody is different and everybody has their own thing that they're into. To that point, besides kinks that you're into or not into, Loudon and Nancy also talk about their dynamic Having tried something they're not into, meaning that they were attempting to do a full swap when Nancy knows that what she's in the lifestyle for is mostly for women. Yes. And even Loudon said that going into this, he was completely okay with the idea of her being with women and he hadn't really thought too much about her being with other men. But unfortunately, and what we run into is that when couples get into this, they're looking for couples to do a swap. And even though all four can play, you're unintentionally going to be leaving someone out if your dynamic is to focus on the woman of the couple, unless you have a dynamic in that you find a couple that that matches just that. The woman plays, the man does not, and he sits back and watches or he is okay with not participating. 
And that's one of the beauties of the ever-growing population of the lifestyle. Just this past weekend, we were at the club. There was over 300 people there. We're regulars at the club. They know us well. I'd never seen 90% of the people that were there. Yeah, there was a lot of new faces. And it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Everybody there has a different idea of what the lifestyle means to them. They're all there looking for something specific. That fits their need. And everything crosses over. One couple may be there looking specifically where the guy is like, I just want to see things happen to my wife over and over again. While another couple's there going, gosh, we want to find a unicorn who wants us to do things. But because those two things might not be that easy to find, those can kind of overlap. And that guy can watch a couple take control of his wife and the couple that's looking for a unicorn. Oh, we couldn't find a unicorn. But we found this couple that was into it. And yeah, there's the added bonus of now we can also have the exhibitionist side of it where the husband's watching us do this. And this is a big reason why talking about your dynamic and what works for you with that other couple is really very important because there are expectations. Inadvertently, you have an expectation when you're with a couple. For us, we're completely okay with that. We are open to pretty much whatever anybody wants to do. However, if we were another couple who that's strictly our dynamic is we're going to swap, that's going to create some tensions in the room. It's going to let some people down and it's kind of leaves people with some bad taste in their mouth or a little, you know, sour feeling towards that other couple. It's definitely something you need to discuss before strolling into that room. Right. It shouldn't be, okay, everybody's naked, and then the guy comes over and you go, oh, wait, sir, you can go sit over there because the three of us are playing and you're not. And you're not, exactly. it, that is when shit gets real awkward and people, yeah, and everybody people take has it the wrong to be way. Thought of in the situation, you know, is is everybody getting something out of this situation that they intend to get out of this situation? Right. Just recently, we actually had heard a story of a couple that the man, the wife. And the lady of a couple all got a chance to play. And when the man of the second couple tried to come in, the wife half of the first couple who was playing refused to play with him. And the guy was butthurt. I mean, he was upset that he didn't get a chance to play. But here he is. His wife is there playing, having a great time. And he's under the impression that he's going to get a chance to join in at some point. And And maybe shame on him for not saying it's shame on all four of them for not having that discussion. Exactly. And when he said, hey, come come play with my wife. He should have known that when offering, hey, come play with my wife. You could blame any one right. of the four, I, I any think one all of four. the four in, in yep. that situation. And it's a crummy situation. And that's why I'm, I'm bringing it up is because it's it's a situation that doesn't have to happen. Right. If you talk about dynamics. If you just first. cover what's happening and be concerned about everyone's feelings in the situation. I love the fact that they tried things out. Yeah. And then they knew what would work for them and what would not work for right. them. I love that too. It's almost like they started with fewer rules and then built some. So they they do the opposite of what some people we've talked to. (laughs) They have switched back and forth a little bit. And the more comfortable they get, the more things they welcome. And then the more things that they discover, "Eh, you know, maybe I didn't want that. Let's drop that, but add this. And it's a very cool, ever-changing dynamic. Yes. I love that they were willing to see that. So they said, oh, looks like we're not going to find a lot of people who are down with our dynamic. So let's try and change our dynamic to fit couples that we meet. But then when they did that, uh, that didn't work either. Mm -hmm. And I love that they still ended up, you know what? This is not for us. We don't want that. So we're going to change our dynamic back to what works for us. We just are going to have to spend more time trying to find it. Right. And they were okay with slowing things down and changing the pace. 
When we first met Nancy and Loudon, one of the comments that she had made was that she enjoys the a tight squeeze like Temple Grandin. And I remember talking to you after the fact and you were like, I was like, what the fuck is is a Temple Temple Grandin? Grandin. (laughs) It wasn't who, it was a what the fuck is a. (laughs) And we actually, I was like, what? You haven't seen this movie? So I forced you to watch the movie. However, I think you ended up liking it. I did enjoy it. it. What's the name of the movie? Temple Grandin. Makes sense. Don't remember the name of the I Temple thought, Grandin movie. I Temple thought there Grandin? was something. Yeah, I thought it was called something. Uh, it was a good movie, and it helped explain what Nancy's. But it was funny was. because when she said that she likes it like Temple Grandin, the reference I I had seen the movie, I knew immediately what she was talking about, and it made like so much sense. I was just like, oh wow, okay, you really enjoy this because of this. In the movie, she builds a contraption because she doesn't like human touch but she found that a squeeze would calm her down she basically built a hug machine yeah where she doesn't need a person to hug her she can just she get on all fours like a cow pull the lever and it squeezes her and calms her down right but nancy just likes the idea of being squeezed and wants a hug machine to do that at all times because she likes the squeeze and i think nancy likes to get it from a human yes (laughs) (laughs) yes she does she is a fantastic squeezer. Another thing that happened on their first night was that Loudon, while offered the opportunity to play with essentially a unicorn, he knew, uh, not quite there yet. I'm going to pull the plug here. Well, I'd have to commend him for that because I think knowing that you're not prepared for that situation is huge. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people go in their first night also not prepared. However, they make the opposite decision and they say, well, we're here. Let's try this or let's do this. And they were not prepared for that. Even more so, I've seen a lot of couples just make the, hey, we're here. We have to do something. Right. For something to happen when it's Yeah. They, they go outside of what they're looking for just to have an experience. Yeah. When that goes wrong, instead of just going, okay, you know what? It's not here tonight. Let's catch it the next time. Yeah. It's we're here. We have to do something because we're here. And then they force something that wasn't exactly what they were looking for. And then it causes issues. But when Nancy finally did play with this woman, mm-hmm. Loudon appreciated the fact that the two of them forgot about the guys and just enjoyed their moment together. When I've seen a lot of guys stand on the sideline going, wait, come on. When, what about me? When can Tap I, me wait, in. Or what's I've watched this about? enough. Can we, can I? No. The fact that he was able to sit back and enjoy that and watch her pleasure, I thought was fantastic. Well, and I think that's one of the biggest things about the lifestyle is that you have the ability to watch your partner from a sidelines perspective and see how they are. And for Nancy and Loudon, her interest is females. And for him, he hasn't had that chance to see her with a female. That was his first time. I mean, obviously, if it was her first time since before they were together, obviously it was his first time seeing it. So now we get to their first message. And the fact that you and I were both like, uh, whoa, that's too intense for <laughs> we us. We totally were like, this is not our realm. I don't like, what do you, I, I don't know way if you out picked of our up, comfort though, zone. As I was reading it to them, because I, I remember the moment when we received the message about two years ago, mm-hmm. what I didn't expect to have happen was me go, eh, this wasn't that bad. When you're reading it back? As I was reading it back, I was like, messy oral. Okay. Check. Yes, please. Spitting. I, I've okay. been turned on by it. I, it's it's happened. I, I don't mind it. Faux rough sex, you fucking love. Sure. But stuff, I mean, who doesn't mind a little finger here and there from time to time? <laughs> Both of us. I mean, what, who's going to lie? Squirting. Yes, please. <laughs> P play uncertain. Yeah, I'm pretty uncertain or I'm a solid no on that, but that's cool. Baby oil. Uh, I've watched roughly a million baby oil videos. So yeah, I'd be good with that. Spit swap. I mean, it's 
messy kissing, which I don't mind. Uh, cum swap. I, the I don't, isn't spit swap more when you spit in their mouth? Like you, it, yeah, you like maybe. Hockaloogie right in their mouth. I, what do I know? Maybe. <laughs> I, well, all I know is there was a porn that I enjoyed and there was a lesbian scene in that porn that they were getting pretty aggressive with each other and there was a lot of spit play See, in all it. I'm thinking is all the Belladonna videos where I'm like, they have to have done that and I was fucking obsessed with I those. Think Belladonna so. was in this. As she Did fucking you see should the be. Pir- it's the Pirates. She, I believe she was in that. Yeah. No, I know she was in that. Okay. But this is the scene that I'm talking about is in that. No, I I dug very deep into Belladonna's catalog. I like everything she ever produced. I had to watch. They get very much into the spit play, and they proceed to do this thing where they're spit on me, spit in my mouth, spit in my mouth, and I remember watching it thinking. Meh, like doesn't do anything for me watching it, but it was definitely an intense scene. But I could totally see you playing out the hardcore. I don't, I don't you, think I could. I don't oh, know I, I, I could. think I think if Nancy's holding you down and does that to you, you. Oh yeah. Yeah. But he, but Loudon <laughs> actually speaks to this effect where thinking about it here now, where mm-hmm. I'm not sexually turned on, I'm not in any kind of passion of the moment. It's kind of like meh. But then in the passion of the moment where you're like, oh, yeah, that's so hot. Fuck it. Spit in my mouth. You know, like it changes. Like yeah. suddenly you're willing to break boundaries that maybe you weren't thinking. Right. But again, when we first read this, we're like, whoa, what the fuck? And now going back and then come swap. I think the idea of somebody coming in your mouth and you making out with a chick that fucking hot. Yes. Well, and spoiler alert, we do that on another occasion with them. Yeah, future future story future. somewhere somewhere another season from now or so. <laughs> and then just messy fantasy stuff. Um, I used to only search, like for a good year, I was a big wet and messy fan. Again, going through this message, as I was reading it, the more I was like, wait, this isn't that bad. Why did we? Well, you're, kind, you're also kind of taking this out of context in a sense, because first of all, we were still new in our journey right. when we received that. And also, this was the first message of its kind. Those things typically come out as we're holding conversations with couples or as we get to know people. It was just so out of left field. Like it was. We just were like, what? But I also wonder, had we not gone... Yeah, okay, whatever, moving on, and skip the opportunity to meet them that next weekend, what their path through the lifestyle would have been had they if, if not they, then had bad experience with somebody that made them pull back and then... But, you know, I'm I'm a person of things happen for a reason. Yep. And, you know, from our perspective, I was bummed that we hadn't met them sooner, but they also may have needed to take the path that they took to get to where they are now. Um, it all works out in the end. And that's why so. I say, Hey, we're here. We're not going anywhere. So if it takes you a couple times to get to it, whatever, it's going to happen one day. And that's fantastic. Yeah. I'm just thrilled that we did meet them. We eventually, we even took our own path there. We overlooked their message and said, maybe they came out of the gate really strong and maybe we are just being jerks to judge them like that. And we still invited them out. So it took us a little time to come around to it, but it, Ultimately, we did. Yep. And and that's where it goes to, you know what, just meeting a couple, it's worth the opportunity because you never know what kind of connection you could form just in a quick dinner or just hanging out for a drink. Wow, what a great connection. And you know what's funny, too, is as I'm thinking it over, I'm like, you know, I feel more comfortable with them as a couple to do some of these things on their list versus when we've played with other couples where it hasn't pushed those boundaries with other couples where the the sex is still amazing. 
amazing. It's still great, but but nobody's I'm not brought that stuff point, up. Yeah, I'm not to the point where maybe because they've brought this stuff up, mm-hmm. I'm willing to kind of go outside of those comfort zones and say, hey, let's try it. Yeah, sure. But let's, you might be a little uh, whoa if somebody just randomly spits in your face and you're like, wait a fucking well, minute. Well, no, but I'm just saying that like a lot of times when we swap with couples, it's I don't want to say standard, but it's pretty standard in the sense that it's sex. And we're not pushing crazy boundaries. We're not. It's no. not over the top. Short of some squirting, it hasn't been over the top, kinky, freaky. Right. I can't believe I'm saying this about foursome, fivesome, sixsome, eightsome, twelvesome. But even even in those orgy styles, I mean, we're not spitting on each other other than maybe my hand. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like we're not getting crazy. We're still just having kind of. God, there are some vanilla people listening to this going, what? you're you're having sex with six couples and, and you're not vanilla? getting crazy. What <laughs> the fuck do you mean is not getting crazy? Yeah. <laughs> um. Another thing I want to touch on was that Loudon says something to the effect of the little things. And he's referring to minor touches in your interaction before getting to the bedroom and feeling wanted by the other party. Mm -hmm. He has talked to us about in the past and even during the interview as well about how it's hard for him to go from hanging out, going out to dinner with somebody, not having a good connection or interaction with the female of the couple and then trying to get into bed with them where he needs small lead ups, things that tell him, yeah, I'm going to be wanted to be a part of this as well. And it's not just about Nancy, Mm -hmm. but he needs to feel that. I agree with this very much because it really doesn't take much to let somebody know that you are interested Mm -hmm. or that you like them. But frequently I know on our dates when we go out in public, it is hard to know what is going to be allowed and at what extent. A hand on a shoulder or a hand on a knee or brushing past somebody could be just fine for some people and for other people they'd be like, no, don't touch me in public. I don't want Mm -hmm. anybody to see this or misconstrue it as something until we behind closed doors. And that's always been a struggle for me too. And I think that takes into account some of the times that we have trouble making that transition where you almost need some of that lead up to get you through the transition. If you don't have the, sure, we're all here. We all know we want to have sex with one another. But if I don't feel that you want to have sex with me, if I don't feel like you're somewhat, I don't want to say chasing, but somewhat courting or whatever, mm-hmm. trying to get my attention in some sort Build of way. Build a connection, show yeah. a connection, and some sort of physical connection before just expecting to jump back in the room. Just making that connection enough to get you through a transition because otherwise we can sit here all night talking about whatever the hell you want to talk about. I can talk about anything. Mm-hmm. But if I don't feel like you're wanting me, then I'm not going to do much to chase you either. I'm just not that type of person. I'm not going to. This could be one of the problems with having (laughs) a couch that pulls into two king size beds. And when four people spread out on a couch this big. It's too far. It's tough to have that close interaction. But anyways, I do. I totally agree with what Loudon says as far as small gestures. It doesn't have to be anything huge. If you think a joke is funny and you put your hand on my shoulder as you laugh and then just a very small, minor flirting tactic doesn't have to be much. Mm -hmm. He even mentioned eye contact being huge, but just something that sends me the message that, oh yeah, we take this to another level (laughs) because I want it to go there. 
not because I'm just looking for something to fuck. It it does make a huge difference. There's, There's no doubt about that. Yeah. So now I want to admit that when Nancy came over and said, hey, do you want to cuddle? Internally, I rolled my eyes like, sure, yeah, she wants to cuddle, whatever, yeah. And no part of me thought it would be sexy. No part of me was, I, I sincerely was thinking, all right, Nessa, get over there, get naked and start them and back up again and get it moving. <laughs> and the way you two started kissing and squeezing and caressing and touching, I was like, or just do that because that's fucking great too. <laughs> I'm not joking when I say that Nancy has a touch that is indescribable with words because you have to be on the receiving end of it. Know exactly what it feels like. It doesn't even start off as a sexual touch with her. Just as I said, when we were doing the interview, when they came in and we just gave her, oh, hi, it's great to see you. Welcome hugs. The second I'm in her embrace, it's it's like a, it's a happy place. It's really a great feeling. And you think, oh yeah, you hug people all the time and sure hugs feel great. But this, it just, it's a whole nother way of touching. I don't know what she does. I don't, I can't, I couldn't even explain it. It's not an extra squeeze. It maybe it's a couple seconds longer than a regular one, but either way, she just has a a way about her touch that is just so fantastic. Getting to this particular moment when she came up and she was so cute. She comes kind of, she didn't even know how to explain her walk over to me, but it was, it was kind of like a little prance over to me and she stood right in front of me. She's completely naked and she says, do you want to cuddle? I'm like, okay. I knew that I really enjoyed them as a couple. I knew I, we were clicking from the moment we started talking and we had actually discussed evening. cuddling during dinner and yeah. that's when she had brought up Temple Grandin. Yes. And you I your wheels started spinning at that very moment. Yeah. But that connection had been from the second we met them. And this is what's so fantastic about the lifestyle is that you can have a connection with somebody so quickly like this. For us, the night ended the way it did and there was no sex, but we still had such a great night. Yes. I go, yes, I'll go cuddle with you. And no, I wasn't obliging. She said I was obliging. And I was a little <laughs> bit like, no, I was not obliging. I was jumping at the chance. Maybe yes, it didn't yes. look like no, it. No, but- it looked like it from my end. <laughs> Yeah, I was so excited to go over and cuddle with her. And as we kind of started off, I was in my head very much of, I don't know what cuddling looks like in this sphere. You know what I mean? Like we're in a in couple's, the couple's room, room where people are having sex all over the place. You yeah. just finished watching her. When she said she got railed, that is an understatement. He pounded the fuck out of that pussy. Yeah. And, yeah, he did. And to go from that intense, and there were a lot of people watching that intense moment. Oh, yeah. To, okay, let's cuddle. That's why everybody was in the room. They were watching them. Yep. They were fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I was like, I, I'm not exactly sure what this is going to look like. I was in probably your mindset of, okay, I'll be the little spoon and we can just cuddle. I don't, you know, I don't know what she, what cuddling meant in her mind. And that totally changed when I got on that bed. And from the moment it started, the light touches from Loudon, where he, I, he was doing this thing where he would drag his finger down the side of my body, just looking kind of at the curve and the outline of side boob to rib cage. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yes. It's a great feeling to have that, just that slow drag of fingers down your body. And then when me and Nancy were connected, 
don't know how else to say it, but we were. That, that's that's a good way to say it because you guys, you two became one. We were magnetic in a sense. We were just kind of stuck to each other. And there was just touching and the embrace of the squeezes that we were talking about. And in the moment when we're doing this interview, I was very flustered and very like, oh my gosh, I can't Both believe we're trying were, to talk about this, this in memory. front of each other. It was a lot of embrace, a lot of squeezing and hugging, but it was at a different type of intensity that you would think of as a standard just hug or embrace. It was leveled up to a very passionate level. I would never describe a cuddle puddle as sexy, but that was fucking sexy. It was something that you talked about, not just later that night or the next morning, but it is still something that you bring up and discuss and how much you enjoy that snuggle cuddle, any kind of deep squeeze from Nancy. Yeah, I would, I don't, I, it was the first I've ever had anything like that. It's good that you guys remember about all of the other couples because I don't. Honestly. <laughs> I do remember them coming onto the bed, but... Yeah thinking back on the story that evening when she said it i was like wait didn't that happen a different time with no shit that was really that night that night and i remember the couples coming over i remember what all the couples did i remember how they interacted with you guys i remember how Loudon interacted with them it's just in my head those couples interacting and your cuddle puddle were two completely separate moments in my mind. And I again, I remember them getting onto the bed, but I couldn't tell you what exactly they did. I do remember hands coming into play like with me and Nancy, but again, I was very much I wouldn't have even remembered being in a couple's room if I were to take this experience completely out of context from my memories. My memories are very much the interaction between me, Nancy Loudon, and then the several hands that may have come into play here or there, but nothing that stands out in that memory. The funny thing about the discussion of that story is that one of the first things you typically mention is how and when you take off your clothes. Your level of clothing didn't seem to matter in that story, but you were so eager to get into that bed that walking over, your dress was coming off. And by the time you reached the bed, you were completely naked and just <laughs> there there was going to be no hesitation getting you into that bed with her. Yeah, that was, oh gosh, what a great night. I just love your smile right now. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMP-DAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories. 